Hi, and welcome to the Skift Airline Weekly Lounge. I'm your host, editor of Madhuni Christian. I'm joined today by Skift Airlines editor-at-large, Brian Summers. In today's episode, Brian and I talk about what are some of the trends with U.S. airline um, demand, especially going into the summer. As more people get vaccinated, more people are traveling, more people are flying to Alaska, Hawaii, and Florida and to outdoor destinations. Will, will this hold? Will people take the money they've been spending on home improvements and go back to planning lavish vacations? We don't know, but we look into it. Hope you enjoyed the episode. As usual, if you have any feedback for us, you can reach Brian at bss at skiff.com. You can reach me at mu at skiff.com. Check, our, check out our site at airlineweekly.com and you issue drops every Monday and we update the site throughout the week. Thank you and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, Brian Summers, the man, the legend. Welcome to the lounge. Thanks for having me, Madhu. It's good to be back. This is Brian Summers, Skiff's editor-at-large, who is uh, making a guest appearance here on the Airline Weekly Lounge. Uh, and to all our viewers and listeners, I want to thank you for joining us. You can check us out at airlineweekly.com. You can always drop me a line at mu at skiff.com if you have any feedback. And you can drop Brian a line at bss at skiff.com if you have any feedback for him. Brian, it's been a while since we've had you on the podcast. Um, you've you've uh, sort of taken a little a step back from Skift and are, are studying hard for your uh, for your business degree. We commend you for that. Thank you. I would like the listeners to know that I got an A in financial accounting. I am extremely proud of myself. Wow, and I've seen you try to do math before, so I'm kind of I'm incredibly impressed with that, Brian. <laughs> uh, but but we don't need to talk about Brian's grades or his reporter math. Um, Let's talk instead about the U.S. airline industry. And I know you have some strong views on this right now, especially as people are getting vaccinated and more leisure destinations are opening up. Brian, tell us, tell me what you're thinking. Yeah, uh, longtime listeners or readers probably know that there was uh, no bigger uh, pessimist out there than me. Uh, last May, when American Airlines started talking about the recovery, I thought it was hogwash and I said it anywhere I possibly could. Uh, but you know what? We're 11 months past that fake recovery. And uh, and this is real. Uh, at least I'm talking about the U.S. domestic recovery. And a lot of the reason that it's real is um, our case rate looks like it's going to be receding. Um, a lot of people are getting vaccinated. I personally am half vaccinated, Madhu, and nothing changes your outlook quite like getting that first vaccination. I think it's going to be a gangbuster summer for U.S. airlines. You know, we're not talking about like gross profits here, you know, but we're talking about people on airplanes, cash flow coming in mm -hmm. and everybody feeling a lot better about the U.S. travel industry. I think you're right. I mean, I myself have been half vaccinated as well, and there's definitely an optimism that comes with that. But, but I want to I want to play devil's advocate. I mean, we we saw green, you know, every every few months, airline executives go on the airwaves and talk about these green shoots, and those green shoots wither and die. Now we are. It's true. The vaccine rollout has been great here in the U.S. so far, and and signs are will get even better. I mean, where we live in California, Brian, I don't know how it is in L.A., but in San Francisco, the vaccine vaccines will open up for anyone, everyone on April fifteenth, which is next week. Um, so there there definitely, I mean, there is optimism, but there I want to temper that with uh, disturbing new variants and outbreaks across the country. Um, so are, do you think we're ready to say we're, 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 we're past it, that these green shoots actually will 
grow? Well, Madhu, there's one thing that I've learned to say over the last 14 months. I am not a public health expert, and I am not an expert in uh, viruses, uh, so I can't talk about uh, variants. Um, you know, look, everything that I see says that things are, are getting better. I follow the basic CDC guidance. Mm -hmm. um, the CDC said recently that it's probably okay to fly if you've been vaccinated. Um, right. So that's very good news. That's one thing. And then the other thing to do is... Um, I was just actually, I was in Arizona uh, last week. It was the first time I left the state of California for 14 months. Hmm. Uh, we live in California. I think our listeners know that. Uh, I am pretty sure that the rest of this country, except for a few coastal areas, have completely moved on. I'm not sure that if you go to people who are vacationing in Miami right now or Fort Lauderdale or Tampa and you say, sir, what about the variants that they care in the slightest? There seems no. to be like no limit to the amount of capacity airlines can send to Florida right now. People are filling it and case rates are, are not great there. Uh, so we also have COVID fatigue. It seems like people right. are going to travel this summer uh, regardless of what the news says. But the news is probably good. No, you're 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 probably right, but you know I will also temper that by saying wherever these people, wherever vacationers go, they leave a spike behind them. So, um, so I I am more of a pessimist. I don't. Th I think it's far too early to pop the champagne. Um, but uh, but you're right. I mean, there's a lot of pent up demand and. People people want to get back on the road. They want to get flying again. And where where do you think they're going to go, Brian? Oh, I think they're going to stay. Uh, if they're smart, they're going to stay mostly uh, within the United States. Um, Alaska is extremely hot right now. Uh, we're seeing American Airlines send some uh, wide bodies, some shiny new 787s up uh -huh. in Anchorage. We know those planes weren't meant for that, but but it'll do. We're seeing United send shiny new 787s out to Hawaii, so that's popular. Uh, it seems like uh, Florida... Florida, Florida, Florida. Um, you know, there is some question about whether people are leaving the United States. There are a lot of folks uh, right now that want to go to Mexico and mm -hmm. other places. Uh, but we do know that uh, people have to be tested before they come back uh, to the U.S. Uh, for COVID-19. And even right. if they're asymptomatic, if they have the virus, they can't come back. Uh, they don't know exactly when they're going to come back. There have been all these anecdotal stories about some people getting the virus, not knowing they have it and having to wait a week or two or three uh, to come back. I think that's going to continue to to scare people from leaving the United States. Not everyone, um, but a lot of people. Hmm. Now, let's talk about Alaska. I mean, that that's interesting. How much capacity can airlines throw at Alaska? Uh, yeah, I think airlines will throw uh, quite a bit of capacity out there. You know, uh, Madhu, you and I have uh, covered the industry in the old days where airlines wanted to protect, protect their margins. And so right. eventually, uh, even if they could sell more tickets, they wouldn't bother. They'd use the airplane somewhere else. But as long as uh, one more guy wants to buy a ticket <laughs> to Alaska for, for a decent price, I think airlines will keep uh, upgaging uh, flights there. I do think um, a lot of these markets, Alaska, Hawaii, are going to be um, hamstrung not so much by um, the airlines, uh, but by places to stay. Yeah. Hawaii only has so many hotel rooms, so many Airbnbs and the like. Alaska, I presume, as well. Um, so people uh, may, may find that hotel prices increase a lot higher uh, than or, or or a lot faster than airline tickets. Yeah, that was a problem before the pandemic too. I mean, Hawaii was always on the verge of running out of hotel rooms, and now you think we're back in that same space? 
you know, it's hard to tell. Hawaii is uh, is a little bit different uh, because Hawaii always has um, or already has such a huge uh, tourism infrastructure. Mm-hmm. So you had Hawaiian airlines and a lot of the big Asian carriers that were flying from Australia, from Asia um, into Hawaii. Those people aren't coming right now. They 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 pretty much can't. Right. Um. So so that helps a little bit. But Alaska didn't have really that Asian tourism base. That's um, true. So I think that they're going to see a bigger, bigger spike in, in numbers. Huh. Great. Um, so what else are you seeing? I mean, you don't have a, you always claim you don't have a crystal ball, but if you did, what else are you seeing in the next uh, few months? Oh, it's a little wishy-washy, but I, you know what I'm seeing is uh, is consumer sentiment. Uh, we talked about it before. Um, people uh, want to fly. Um Airlines are seeing a lot of, uh, you know, searches that doesn't always uh, translate into bookings. Um, But I think people are feeling very optimistic about uh, travel right now. And it is uh, it's great to see because it's been a long time. Uh, The other shoe always drops when we have conversations like this. What about business travel? That seems like it's 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 really going to lag. I mean, it's interesting because a lot of uh, conventional wisdom in our industry and a lot of industries are, are wrong. Right. But everybody's been saying almost since day one here, uh, VFR and leisure were going to come back and um, business was going to lag. And, and that's that's what happened. Uh, and it made sense that people predicted it. Right. Well, I mean, New Zealand, uh, I think Air New Zealand recently reported that last month its uh, business traffic was about 70 percent of pre-pandemic uh, pre-pandemic levels. And of course, everyone, you know, started popping champagne everywhere saying that's that was an augury of things to come here shortly. Um but then you also hear the the other side of it is there's been a structural change in the way companies do business. And maybe what we're doing now, I mean, you those of you listening can't see it, but Brian and I are talking to each other via Zoom um, and uh, recording the audio separately. Um, there, there, is a, there could be a structural change in the way people do business. Once again, I'm playing devil's advocate. Do you, do you think business travel is going to be quick to come back? I mean, you already hear about companies like Facebook, um, several San Francisco-based companies are allowing people to work from home forever. <laughs> you know, have the have things changed where people don't it, need to? It jump? probably. Yeah. Uh, you're you're right, Madhu. It, it probably won't come back um, the way it was. Um, we all know this somewhat recent era where a lot of people like like me not so much like madu because he claims to hate flying i do i don't believe him but we've come <laughs> up with any excuse that we had to take a business trip uh i hope our boss isn't listening but i used to go on this boondoggle for skift uh, to hamburg to the aircraft interior show i really liked going to hamburg uh the the show was not great um, but a lot of people did that in, in, in the aggregate, and I don't see as much as that, uh, of that so much, but Madhu, you know, you and I are colleagues, um, eventually our company is going to bring us back to New York because nobody works in the same room. Um, and we're going to have to, uh, you know, have a lot of, a lot more, maybe offsite, uh, uh yeah. retreats and stuff that we did before a version of business travel, uh, will come back, um, but uh, but who knows what it's going to look like? I am looking at one indicator because I like to come up with these ridiculous indicators that I'm paying attention to. I'm all uh, ears. Uh, so United Airlines, uh, it's it, it's Polaris lounges in these major cities, these business class only lounges. They're still closed. They've been closed for a year. Uh, I imagine that the rent payments are still getting paid. Eventually, they have to reopen. So the question is, when do you reopen reopen them? That and what are you finding? 
Uh, I don't know. I mean, they're they're basically they're flying very few long haul routes um, this summer. So I, I maybe the fall, maybe maybe later. I I don't know. Well, here's another. I want to throw another sort of devil's advocate question out to you. Um, you're in B school, as we mentioned earlier, um, and I want to know what people are saying in B school. Do you, is there a, has there been a structural change in the way people spend money? Now let me let me back this up for a second. Um, Scott Kirby, the CEO of United, recently said. Uh, People have done, you know, have done their home improvements. They're, they spent the pandemic if they had discretionary income, you know, buying new kitchens or whatever. And, and that's done now. Now they want to travel. But you only have to look at Home Depot's earnings to think that that's not, that trend has not entirely run its course. While, yes, there is pent-up demand and you read about the pent-up demand for people going to Hawaii or Chicago, um, not Chicago, no one goes to Chicago, Hawaii or, or Florida or wherever. Um, uh, but do you, do you, what do you think? What do you, what does your gut tell you? Has this home improvement trend run its course? Do you think people are going to start spending their discretionary income on, uh, on travel again? quickly or will there be a sort of shoulder period when those people who normally would spend their discretionary income on an annual vacation and are now buying new kitchens and new backyards are uh, are will shift some of those that spending back to travel Madhu, uh I'm never going to go against what Scott Kirby says cuz guy is, is is very smart uh principled and generally says things that that tend to be accurate uh, you know, you, you mentioned Home Depot. It's a great company. It's probably going to make money uh, forever. But, you know, this pandemic has been hard for a lot of people and there haven't been that many things to spend money on. Um, so I take a drive around L.A. all the time. Uh, forget about Home Depot. The the store that sells like flowers and plants that you take home with you yeah. has a line out the door every day. Now, what's that about? Nobody has anything to do and they want to beautify their space at home and they go and they don't mind waiting in line. So they get their they, they get their plants and, and, and their flowers. Um, oh, wait, really wait, wait. Let's go that. a little tangent here. Let's go a little tangent here. I am an avid and long, long term gardener. OK. I, and I, you know, I love I love gardening. It's one of my hobbies. And I have forever been able to waltz into any garden center or nursery I want and pick up whatever I want and leave. It's no, There's never a crowd. Since this pandemic started, everyone has taken up my hobby. And now I have to stand in line on weekends to buy mulch or to buy lilies or whatever. And I'm incredibly bitter about that. So if some of those people start to shift their spending away from my hobby to back to travel, I'm all for it. However, oh, absolutely. It's going to happen. I mean, uh, all those people that are waiting in line uh, for plants, they don't want to be waiting in, in line for plants. They want to be at SFO, SFO waiting to check their bag. They're going to be back there in a year. You're not going to have any line anymore. Yeah, I don't want to be waiting in line for plants, but I want to be buying plants. But that, that you know, that makes me wonder, though. <laughs> Are, I mean, uh, I don't know entirely. And I, I you know, I'm not... I'm, I'm going to wonder if Scott Kirby was right. I mean, I, I do think... There, I just get a sense, and this is from my own peer group and from you know things I read that uh, that the whole, that it'll be a while before people start to take those expensive lavish vacations again. I think people will be spending money on their backyards and their kitchens and what have you. I um, sure won't be. I'm getting on an airplane. Oh, uh, I won't. 
and I'm gonna spend a lot of money doing it. And we're back. This is editor of Airline Weekly, Maduni Christian, joined by Skift Editor-at-Large, Brian Summers. Brian, so we were talking a lot about kitchens and plants, and let's talk. Let's go back to talking about airplanes, because that's what people <laughs> people listen to us for. Um, what are some of the other, like, tell me what else you're hearing um, in terms of the U.S. domestic market, uh, Besides Hawaii, besides Florida, besides Alaska, what 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 else do you think people will be doing in the next over the summer? Where will they be going? Uh, conventional wisdom, I think, is right here again. Uh, national parks, yeah. uh, Denver, United talks about the the Colorado hub uh, doing well. Um, you know, we can't at this point go to Canada. I think a lot of people would love to go to Western Canada, Eastern Canada. Um, a lot of places are still shut down um, and they look to be staying uh, shut down. I, um, I I hope I'm not uh, speaking out of turn here, uh, but uh, I, I have an award ticket booked to French Polynesia this <laughs> summer on Air France, July 11th. And um, I emailed somebody pretty high up in Air France. And I said, like, are you going to fly this this summer because the destination is closed? And he said, we don't know what we're flying next week. How do you want me to tell you what we're flying in July? (laughs) Um, Look, I think that there's an outside chance um, that some of more of Europe opens up for Americans uh, Mm -hmm. this summer. I was mentioning this to somebody earlier. Most of Europe is still closed for Americans. But last year, when it was you know, pretty unsafe to fly uh, for a lot of reasons. Um, countries took Americans when they probably shouldn't have because right. they wanted the tourist money. Now, um, you know, if you're Italy or another country and you're taking you, Madhu, or me, Brian, we're fully vaccinated. I've got the great Pfizer vaccine. There's less risk than there was last year. Maybe you open up last minute. I don't know. Hmm. Do you think we'll see a repeat of that sort of phantom booking trend we saw not just last summer, but over the holiday period in Europe where, you know, people book tickets and then quickly change their minds? Well, um, you're talking about consumers changing yeah. their minds because mm-hmm. the airlines have been changing their minds. Well, that's also, true. Right? I mean, the schedules are works of fiction at this point. But. They are works efficient, but if you notice, I, I follow United closely mainly because I fly them. You and I are speaking the first week uh, in April here, and United's uh, schedule is set through June 2nd, I believe. That's mm-hmm. two months. That seems to be a record for them. They have no, their schedule set 60 days in advance. So things are getting a little bit better. If you book something for three weeks, five weeks from now, it's probably going to fly. If you book something in July, who the hell knows? Hmm. Now, here's something I know that you pay a lot of attention to and I don't, and that's ticket prices. Uh, what are you seeing in terms of pricing and, and how, are there deals to be had? Allow me to check my crystal ball, uh, <laughs> Madhu. Everybody wants to know about uh, airline pricing. Uh, a lot of it is is anecdotal. Look, we saw incredible deals that we'll probably never see again for the rest of our lives uh, during the worst of the pandemic. $19 fare, $29 fare. Uh, You had the government paying uh, all employee salaries. It was was just a crazy time. Uh, Government uh, funding uh, support is still happening, but we are seeing prices go up. You would expect that with supply and demand. Uh, But we're not seeing, you know, except for, you know, maybe the most peak days, uh, we're still seeing what the consumer would say is a very reasonable pricing uh, for now in, in most markets. And 
I expect that uh, to continue until there's a real uh, change in, in the supply and demand uh, dynamic. Uh, airlines had a lot of airplanes that have been in the desert. They're coming out. But until the last one uh, comes out of the desert and, uh, you know, the last pilot comes back after a voluntary leave, uh, there's still always going to be ways to increase supply. As long as you can complete, increase supply, ticket prices can't go up that much, right? Right. Interesting. So uh, we're in for for an interesting summer then, right? Oh, it's going to be gangbusters. We're probably get, I mean, we, we've seen it a little bit for um, for spring break. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to see uh, pictures of absolutely uh, packed airplanes, uh, including on uh, Delta Airlines, which has decided that actually uh, they can sell all their seats again. Uh, maybe on another podcast, we can talk about what's going on at Delta Airlines because things have changed for them. Yeah, things have certainly changed for them. Um, we talked last week about uh, Ed Bastian's social activism and and the blowback he got from every side on that um, and the evolving role of a CEO. But that's not all the changes that have been happening at Delta. All right, Brian, I want to thank you. I'm, you know, you'll you'll look forward to jumping on your airplanes, and I'll look forward to staking my dahlias. So um, I want to thank you for joining us again. Hope to have you on soon. Once again, to you. To our listeners, you can reach Brian at bss at skiff.com. You can reach me at mu at skiff.com. I'm Madhuni Krishnan, the editor of Airline Weekly. Please check us out on our site, www. <laughs> Take two. Please check us out at airlineweekly.com. A new issue drops every Monday, and we update the site throughout the week. Thank I you. never miss it, Madhu. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of the Airline Weekly Lounge podcast. Should you have comments or questions, drop editor Madhu Unikrishnan a note at mu at skiff.com. Of course, check out airlineweekly.com for a new issue every Monday and updates on the latest airline news throughout the week. 